wanna go down to the deep end and get back what's gone round and you've been keeping down the aisles between the rows. Once again, Movie Mayhem Podcast, your boys, Matt, Brian, and uh, we have to follow through. We gotta finish the quest. It's been a long week. Yeah. You've been waiting for it. Clamoring. Clamoring. Like, how is this gonna finish up? Blowing us up. That's what's up. And uh, if you listen to the last episode, which you should, because this one will be clearly labeled part two, right? Uh, you'll see that we are smack dab halfway through the fourth kind of annual director's tournament. That's right. Uh, we are now in the... Uh... Second round. Second round. We are now in the no holds back round. We are now chugging along to the end. We're going to be going through these as one of the directors that didn't make it through fast and furiously, <laughs> but also one of the directors who made it through. Hmm. Oh, I that's right. Should have thought about that joke a little bit more. That's all right. But here we are again. Yes. So we're doing the director's tournament. It is a March Madness style uh, tournament full of the 32 directors whose names Brian selected. That's right. Very meticulously. And uh, we are pitting them against each other to find out who the coolest director is. And so far, we've had Martin Scorsese win, Steven Spielberg win, Quentin Tarantino win. And now, well, this year, we'll find out who else wins. It will be someone new. We are now in the Sweet 16 of it all. Right. Because we got rid of 32 of... We got rid of other... Was it? Other 16 names. Yeah. So now we got the best of the best of the best. So, like last time, we had... Uh, Mike the Quattro in the building. Oh, it's me. Okay. <laughs> As he rubs his eyes in disgust that he has to come back again. <laughs> no, I need to get new prescriptions on my glasses so my eyes keep adjusting weirdly. So oh. I'm just like trying to like not have a headache. Oh, well, you oh, came no. to the wrong place. I apologize. <laughs> Your life is going downhill, man. Anyway. Uh, anyway, let's so, talk about I, people who have better lives than us. Yes. So we also mentioned uh, last episode that... There are four directors that are going into this one that have been runner-ups the past three uh, tournaments. Yes. And therefore, if they do not uh, win this tournament, they will be removed from contention in future tournaments. And just like in Suicide Squad, the movie, you had to test it out with somebody. That's right. And we tested it out with Guillermo del Toro did not make it past the, uh, right. the first round. To... to Sam Raimi. Yeah. Yeah. Well deserved. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy for Sam. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good start. It's Sam's second tournament, and I'm glad he's moving on. I'm sure for a lot of people hearing this, Sam Raimi beat Guillermo del Toro. They'll just turn off this um, right now. I mean, but if you've made it this far into our podcast, you know we take some. That's true. They already hot know that. takes. They already know that. Yeah, but then you guys get upset when I have hot takes. Well, your hot takes is Phantom Menace is good. It's yeah. not a bad movie. Your hot takes are hot garbage. <laughs> right. But uh. <laughs> so here we are again, round two. Uh. Like, like again, there are four divisions. Uh, we'll have the the winners of the previous rounds. So, like, uh, yeah, I don't want to go through it again. But it, when we bring up the matchups, I'll say who they beat to get mm-hmm. it to where they are. Mm-hmm. So, okay. For, for purpose, to make things easier on you, make sure you listen to last week's episode. Yeah. Are you, like, yeah. because we're going to be going kind of fast. And um, furious. And furious. R.I.P. Justin Lin. <laughs> Who's not dead? He just lost. <laughs> <I> said R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
All right. Did you, oh, I thought you were going to keep going. Oh, no. no. Oh. So, like, just, you know, <laughs> yeah. make sure you're here to keep up yeah. while we're going. You know what? Don't just, listen to, don't just listen to our last episodes. Listen to all of our episodes. Mm, that's right. Go back on good. Apple Podcasts, and they'll help you out. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. So where do we want to start? We started off with the third division last time. We started off with the Christopher Nolan division. Okay. Where are we going to go now? Two. Two. The Edgar Wright division. All right. So we have... Edgar Wright versus Ava DuVernay. Edgar Wright beat Justin Lin, the previously mentioned uh, posthumous Justin Lin, against Ava DuVernay, who beat J.J. Abrams in a slobber knocker of, I guess, just better directing. She's a better director than J.J. Abrams. (laughs) So, Hmm. how do we do this, folks? Okay, so, Ava DuVernay has some powerful movies. Very strong movies. She also has some misses. Hmm. And I think Edgar Wright has movies that hit, and they may be a little more lightheaded, and the subject material light lighthearted, light-hearted. and the subject material might be a little less heavy, a little lighter than Ava DuVernay's uh, repertoire filmography. Yes. But I don't think that makes them worse movies. Okay. I think Edgar Wright is still uh, is still make doing some quality filmmaking, doing some quality uh, directing, and. If I and the thing is about like movies like Thirteen and when they see us, so they're very important to watch. Right. Once, and then after that, you if you turn them on again, you know you're gonna be. You're not going back because you missed an Easter egg. Right. You're going. You're right. You're going back because you're. I want to be sad all over. And again. you're not going back to like turn your brain off and just like enjoy something that's yeah. like purely made for entertainment purposes not like but, teaching if that makes sense yeah it is a di- it's it's a different form of entertainment you don't mm-hmm. want to take that away yeah she's you know, very that's, that's what I, she's a very engaging engaging filmmaker sure. yes but compared to you know you could look all right so if you if you want to look at it like characters maybe it's it's harder because Ava DuVernay for her first big movie was Selma which is about Martin Luther King yeah. who's not a film character he's a real person mm-hmm. while Edgar Wright, you could look at his first major motion picture, which was Shaun of the Dead, and Shaun's a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking ever, forget everybody else's name. Ed. Ed. Ed, Ed Nicholas Fro- Barbara. Ed, Barbara. Uh, this is his girlfriend. Yeah. Pete. Everybody. You could. Pete. Pete. Hey. Duncan. Duncan. <laughs> yes. You. It, yeah. You could go back and you could, and then you go to his next movie, uh, Hot Fuzz, mm-hmm. Nicholas Angel. Uh, yeah. Danny, yeah. You, and, you know Frank, you know they're all out there. Like he's he's a more character, and kind of he he does do a lot of good stuff with the stories. I I I think I'm trying to I'm trying not to just say like we just set Eva up to a fucking like yeah like it's well, a we, bad matchup. We kind of we kind of did though. Like so I don't I don't because here's know, the thing like, here's... those movies like Selma and with thirteen did she also write and produce those movies because um, i feel like that's kind of important to as well because like with edgar wright movies like those were his movies like those were he wrote it he directed it he uh produced it you could tell that he had so much say in the cinematography because of the way that the comedy lines up with the visual like the visual comedy lines up with with the film and 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 the music beats and there's just so much that goes into an Edgar Wright movie where if you just watch it at, like, just face value, like, yeah, they're okay, but, like, when you're actually, like, watching it, it's, like, 
a totally different experience. She yeah, did neither... not. She did not write Selma. She did write the Thirteen, and she mm-hmm. did write help write uh, mm-hmm. when they see us. Not yeah. Neither director is someone that you can watch passively. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you have to be pretty involved. Yeah. Thirteen and and when they see us are extremely well written though. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so are Edgar Wright's movies. They're two totally, two totally, totally different. different things, and it's so f- unfair to put them against each other. Yeah. But I think, and I don't like. Do you think it would have been fair to have J.J. Abrams go up against Edgar Wright? Because I you in if, this round, yes. If you want, if you want to say something about writing, I don't think J.J. puts as much thought as Edgar Wright does. I don't think he does any writing. He wrote regarding Henry. He had his, he has his hands in a lot of things. Mm. Yeah, I, I think Ava's. I think uh, if it, if it was J.J. versus Edgar Wright, I'd go Edgar Wright like pretty easily. Because they're much more comparable. Right. Yeah. You know? But also, in their difference, that's what makes it harder to do. Because yeah. this is an actual, like, these mo- like you have to look at how their the films come out. Uh, like, mm-hmm. I mean, Selma I, was an Academy Award-nominated uh, movie. I, th- I believe it did win. But, like, it also had a great, it had a great song by John Legend and, and Kama, Common. 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 <laughs> Common. I, I kind of got caught, it, it got caught in, like, the bottom of my teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does that happen in dentistry? Does that happen a lot in dentistry when people have like words stuck behind their teeth? Like, there we go. Denti- it's not. It's not your teeth's fault. Oh. It's not your- <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> but I think, and then compared to Edgar Wright, there's like the soundtracks that he has. Like mm-hmm. he has some fucking fire beats. Some bangers. Yeah, some like really co- kind of cool, funny songs that go along with stuff. Like you look at Baby Driver, where each song is specific for yeah. the scenes. Yeah. And that's what's tough because. Ava's one, like, non-societal uh, movie, I guess to say, is... A one that's in... not, like, a, yeah, one a, that's... Com- a social commentary. Right, no, not, one that's not a real social commentary is uh, Wrinkle in Time, even I though it wasn't one. good. Yeah. I, I don't know if it wasn't good or not. I just think it wasn't received well. Mm. I think it may have been too out there mm. for a lot of people. Because also a lot of people probably haven't read the book. Yeah. Because, I mean, to okay. quote... I love that episode of Ted Lasso. Right. <laughs> like, what the fuck is a wrinkle? <laughs> it's, a, it's a lovely tale about Am a I young... Am I supposed to be the little girl? <laughs> I like you to be. Roy Kent is an amazing character. Yeah. I love that character. By the way, Ted Lasso season two coming out very soon. Can't wait. July. July 27th. Oh, do you have Apple TV? Uh, I do via Anna. Oh, well, you know, I did give you YouTube TV. Oh, I might be able to hook Yeah, up. there you go. I might be able to hook you up. Yeah. Uh, I... As we talk about illegal I, things, I think I think that this is a very hard matchup. But I just, it's in to make general, you, you know I what the thing is. Edgar Wright takes this. It's to make you think. It's to make Edgar Wright sweat a little bit because yeah, you know no. what? If you did, if you, I know you haven't seen when they see us. No, I but I feel like if you did watch it, you would be like, oh man. Yeah, like yeah. If something. you look at a, yeah. at a certain perspective, yeah. Ava wins, yeah. like hands down, you know. Mm-hmm. But you, I I feel like we have to keep the perspective that we've been doing the majority of this tournament with. Yeah, you know, we can't suddenly change the rules for, for Ava, you know. Um, yeah. And so I think if we're going by the standard that we have been evaluating most of these movies, we have to go with Edgar. All right, mm-hmm. Edgar Wright moves on. Although Ava Wright. I mean, Ava, Ava Wright would be. Oh, that'd be a good one. one. <laughs> that'd be a good one. Ava, Ava DuVernay, like if you, if you think of if you think about it in a certain way, depending on what you want on a movie, she comes right. out. She's, she could she could have won this tournament. She has different. powerful movies. Yes, like meaningful, powerful movies. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean that Edgar Wright, right, like should be discarded because right. he has quality 
comedy right. action movies because that he like about Brexit and he has a style to him as well yeah, well Ava exactly. it is a little tougher to pick out her style mm-hmm. it's hard to pick out a style when it's like based on real life stuff you know right. it's tough but she does a great job in what she does <clears throat> yeah no absolutely but unfortunately she does not do a great job in our tournament <laughs> <laughs> goodbye uh... see you later Ava See ya, Ava. Late, Ava. Later. No. What's the next one, Brian? Yeah. The next. (laughs) The next one. It's the two versus three matchup. It's Ryan Johnson who beat John Favreau to get here Mm. against Sam Mendes who uh, apathetically beat uh, (laughs) Matthew Reeves to get here. So I'll get the ball rolling. It's Ryan Johnson. uh, Ryan Johnson. Nineteen seventeen is really good though. It is, but it's not, (laughs) not. It's not knives out. Okay, but Ryan, you can't you can't put Ryan Johnson to the top off of one movie. Okay, it's not Looper. I mean, look, I'm look, I'm kidding. Like, 1917 look, is better. Than 1917 is way better than Looper. It's, um, I think what the thing is with Ryan Johnson is that this is another one where it is two wildly different styles. Yeah. Where it is like Sam Mendes, like 1917. I I would love to talk about that movie. I feel like I know when we saw it, I had hopes of doing a episode right after it, mm-hmm. but the person we saw it with didn't want to do an episode. I don't right. think so. Nick. Uh, just pop my shoulder back in place. I don't know if people hear that. There oh we go. God. I fell down. I fell up my stairs last night, people. Don't keep doing it. <laughs> I gotta make sure it's still in there. But where would it go? <laughs> just, look, when you when you guys eventually in the next two to three years past thirty. How old are you? Thirty-five. I can't. I don't even want to be thirty. When you start going, when you start realizing those gray hairs pop up more and more in your beards, and you get the well, when you I'm gonna look more at Mikey. My favorite thing when you start losing your hair, Mikey, because it comes from your mother, comes from your mother's side, and guess where I'm on? Um, (laughs) guess what side of the family I'm on? No, I take after my dad's side, which is doesn't weird, matter because I'm it's, still not gray, which is it's, really weird. It's genetic, I have, like, baby. The best hair of anybody in my family. I don't know. Your dad has a pretty solid quaff. He has a really he good... keeps it. He keeps it tight. He keeps it. He keeps it very conservative. He's Much got, like 1917. Just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which <laughs> right, I, I'm trying to just come on. Folks. Um, I think I would go with Edgar Wright. No, uh. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. You got the James Bond movies. You don't want to forget about those. You don't yeah. want to forget about your Spectres. Your... I kind of do. Your James Bond. <laughs> no, dude. Your, your, your Nightfall. Your, your what's uh, the Skyfall. one? Skyfall. Skyfall. Isn't that the one where it's like, like basically Home thing. Alone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to rewatch those movies before yeah, the new to. one comes out. It's never coming out. Nah, it's coming out. No Time to Die is no time in the movie theater. Right. Um, I'm telling you, it's, these are tougher yeah, matchups than you go. expected. They, yeah. He's out. You have to go Sorry, Sam no, Mendes Sam, or uh, Ryan Johnson. Sam Mendes. Sorry, that's what I meant. Sam Mendes. Ryan Johnson. I, when I think of Ryan Johnson, I think of The Last Jedi and uh, Knives Out. Okay. Right. And Rogue One. And, and Rogue, Rogue One. One. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Because uh, Gareth Edwards looks back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he made Godzilla too also, right? Gareth Edwards Godzilla. made Godzilla. Yeah. Um, I would love to see a Ryan Johnson Godzilla. It's just King Kong in a fucking like Argyle sweater or some <laughs> shit. Um, hmm. Mothra died. We have to figure out who killed Mothra. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm gonna say, damn, 1917's real good. Do you ever see American Beauty? No. Is mm. it also real good? It's also really good. Is mm-hmm. Sam Mendes as well? Sam Mendes, yeah. Sam Mendes, Annette Bening, Kevin Spacey, damn. Chris Cooper. 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 I'm gonna go with Ryan. And I went with Ryan earlier. Okay. So Ryan right. Johnson moves on. Oh, because you went with him earlier and you have to go with him now? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so basically right. now our... So that was Sam Mendes and Ryan Johnson. Uh, so it's Edgar Wright versus Ryan Johnson in the finals of Easy. the two division. Okay. Okay. So now where do you want to go to next? Three. Three. Uh, I'll take you three also. The Nolan division. Uh, Nolan's land, as we yeah, once... Nolan as, as a long time ago, we once described it. Yeah. <laughs> so All we right. have, obviously, Christopher Nolan mm-hmm. going up against Kathy Yan. Yeah, it's going to have to be Nolan for yeah, me. Yeah, Nolan for me, dog. Yeah. Wow. You guys put more thought into it. <laughs> it <laughs> took you right out of it, didn't it? <laughs> no, it's just, you know, you think of... She's, I only know one of her movies. Okay. And I know many of Nolan's movies, and I like a lot of them. I will have to say, this is the first time... Christopher Nolan has made it out of the second round. Wow. Hmm. He's been in a lot of them, but he's not gotten them this far. Wow. Yeah. Whatever her best movie is, and her cell is better. So. Ouch. And now here comes the fun matchup. Mm. The money matchup. Uh-oh. It's Taika Waititi versus the Coen brothers. Ooh. That's hard. That's really hard. The Coen brothers You guys think I don't do these things ahead of... You don't think I run the numbers or run the odds? <laughs> you know what? There's Moneyball over here. You movie know, ball. Movie ball. You know what? The Coens have so much more under their belt, though. They do, but I think if you were to take their movie equivalents of, like, the, the four of Taika Waititi... Taika has more than four movies. No, but I'm saying like the top, if you were to take his top, even if you take the top three of his movies, I think Taika, I think I would go with Taika. Well, what would be very right. hard. So pick pick three Taika movies and then pick three Coen Brother movies and see. Jojo. Okay. Uh, Thor, Ragnarok, and what we do in the shadows. Mm. Those are all good. Those are all good. Um, for the Coen Brothers movies, uh, I guess we should pick No Country for Old Men. Mm-hmm. We should probably pick Fargo. If you want. And we should probably pick Extra Lebowski. Okay. Is what I would think. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's fair. That's what I would think. Mm. But, you know, if, though, here's the here's what's funny thing is, uh, there was a, you know how What We Do in the Shadows was obviously an improv documentary, mm-hmm. so they worked on it before. It was called What We Do in the, the, the Shadows, colon, Interviews with some vampires. Hmm. <laughs> That's funny. That's pretty cool. All right, um, so here, here, here's, so we have our top three. If you do that, right, and then you throw them out. You throw out Taika's top three. You throw out Cohen's top three. With Taika, what do you have left? You have uh, Into the, 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 what is it, the Search for the Hunt for the Will of the People? Yes. You have Boy. Boy. You have Eagle vs. Shark. You have... And for the Cohen brothers, you have Burn After Reading, Old Brother Where Art Thou, um, Raising Arizona, uh, you have True Grit. I think that's a lot. I mean, if, you, if, you, if you're going to... He also directed some of Flight of the Concords, if anyone's ever yeah. seen Flight of the Concords. I've seen some Flight of the Concords. 
I, I feel... Any in-betweener? I feel as though, like, it's hard to punish somebody for not... Like, he's yeah. just getting his legs. I mean, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, although he's been around for a little while, like, now is at the point where he's go. He's a household name. He's, like, almost at the point of being a household name because what he's done has 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 become... Yeah, I mean, I'm not. So you know, much, I'm not trying so much to punish him as I am to give points to Cohen's brothers yes, that they've yes. been doing it for so long and have put so many bangers together. Yes, they you have. Know, Taika may one day get to that point. Um, well, all I'm saying is that he, Taika Waititi also directed episode eight of season one of The Mandalorian, the season finale of season one. Oh, what Just, happened in this finale of season one? That's where. They, oh, yeah, the yeah, robot yeah, yeah. sacrifices himself. Yeah, 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 I remember, I remember. I mean, that was good. That was good. It's it's tough. They're different directors, you right, know. So your like, top three: JoJo, uh, Ragnarok, and what we do in the shadows. That would be my top three for Tiger. Mm-hmm. All right. So, if, if you're comparing Big Lebowski and what we do in the shadows, what we do in the shadows. What we do in the shadows. Okay. Wow, that that's really that hard be, for me. Whoa, that's really hard. That might, be, that might be the spiciest love, thing I think I've heard. <laughs> I love the Big Lebowski, yeah. but I love. I mean, your aesthetic wow. says you love the Big Lebowski. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, okay, if we do Jojo shut up, Rabbit Donnie versus Fargo. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who is the guy uh, Flanagan's friend we played softball with? Um, was it dying? Oh, uh, went to his house to watch Entourage. Joe, Joe, Joe. Cardi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I just remember him. Like that's the, how I found out about the Big Lebowski. Uh, and I, I watched it and I fell in love. The movie's fucking fantastic. But what we do in the shadows is better. Wow, that's crazy. Um, Fargo versus JoJo. Fargo is mm. a fantastically made movie. It is so tremendous. It's on. It's on one of our many wheels. That's I another. I, I learned about Fargo in film class. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Mm. He looks like the only one who didn't take a film class. <laughs> yeah, that... <laughs> I like the Harry Carey. Mm. Mm. Um, looks like we're better than you. <laughs> <laughs> my daddy actually invented film class. <laughs> well, my, my dad's name is Michael Film Class. <laughs> you want to talk to me about film class? That's my middle name, honey. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Folks, it's Bedlam. Yeah, <laughs> Absolute Bedlam. Okay. Uh, I love JoJo, but mm. it's hard to argue against Fargo. Fargo. Is it? Fargo, JoJo, Fargo. So, arguably, I have to rewatch Fargo because I saw it a long oh, time ago. Don't. I did see it a long time ago, but... I remember not enjoying it nearly as much as I enjoyed. Joking. But then again, your your senses uh, sensibilities different. have changed. Yes, different, way different now. Twenty years ago, when you were seven, your your movie watching capabilities. Right, I don't think you yeah. were capable of yeah. enjoying Fargo. I mean, I, probably when you saw Fargo, you were probably early twenties. I mean, you probably weren't seven. I was like twenty-two. Right, so now you're a little bit older. Could have enjoyed Fargo at twenty-two. Yeah, yeah, no, I. Yeah. I remember enjoying it. I just don't remember being blown away mm. like I was so with JoJo. JoJo like, JoJo blew me away. Oh, well, the last one. Ragnarok versus Old Country for Old Men. No Country for Old Men. No Country for Old Men. You would have to say No Country for Old Men, but... 
<laughs> but Thor Ragnarok's a fucking great Thor movie. It's a great fucking movie. Is it, banger. Is it, it a is. good movie or is it a good movie because it's in comparison to Thor The Dark World? No, no, no. I think that... I think it's standing on its own. Thor I think Thor. you could watch Thor Ragnarok as a standalone movie and it is still a fucking tremendous movie. And I think that has everything to do who, with Taika Who TV. got the more surprising performance out of their... Comedy. Oh, Josh Brolin? <laughs> no, I mean, all right. You take Brad Pitt in maybe one of his first comedic roles, Burn in After Burn Reading, After Reading mm-hmm. to then Thor Ragnarok with Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. I feel like that's a little unfair. I think Chris Hemsworth had that charisma, like is comes pretty easy to him, and he was actually like subduing it in the first. Right. He was holding back his charisma. Right. Yeah. Honestly. Like a um, certain turtle, I know. I'm gonna go Coen's Brothers. Okay. Yeah. Cobros. Cobros. It's it, either you, way. You I'm you happy, could put it. I you think put a, I think Taika. Taika. Would, I think Taika. Taika is who my... comes back to? Where did that lead us? Look who it comes to. Back to you. Back to you number one. one. Actually, no, I'm not. <gasps> I kind of want to see a Christopher Nolan Taika Waititi matchup because what? I feel Whoa. that those two styles are a perfect kind of. I think I just shook Mikey to his core. <laughs> I don't know why. Most of the tiebreakers I went with him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think the Nolan Taika. Nolan, Nolan Taika matchup. I think that's. Wow, okay. It's because I do enjoy a lot of what Taika does. The small yeah. things of what Taika does. And then I mentioned it also on our Inception podcast mm-hmm. that I think that Christopher Nolan does a lot of small things well. Mm-hmm. And I think comparing these two is such a, like, a needling kind of uh, competition that I like. I like the idea of. But like now I'm now it's thinking meta. the co although oh. it is meta, the oh. Cohen brothers versus Christopher Nolan would also be a fantastic matchup. Yeah, it, that would also be a, yeah, this is a money division. Yeah. This is the money wow. division. This is the this is the this is the one you see on ESPN. So you're giving it to Taika? I'm giving it to Taika. Alright. That is so upset right now. That's <laughs> ah, okay. Ta- I love Taika Watiti. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah. Well, he gets to pick the next division we go to. Oh, okay. Was that the end of the division? That's the end of that's the end of the round. So we have a so it was yes, Cohen Brothers lose to Taika and Christopher Nolan beats Kathy Yan. So it's Taika versus Christopher Nolan in our the semifinal, I guess. All right. Let's go with one. Going to one. This is the, this is the upset division Uh-oh. kind of with only one upset in it. GGT. GDTs oh. where it's Spike Lee versus Sam Raimi. Ooh. <laughs> remember, like I'm a remember all those nice things you, you said, said about, about Spike Lee. Lee. <laughs> yeah, said the opposite now. Because <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man Two is better than everything else. Yeah, Spider-Man Two is a better movie than every other movie. You know, so no. <laughs> um, damn, why did I do this? Because I know I'm Sam telling you, Raimi, you guys think like, oh, he just thinks about the first round. He Sam only thinks about the first no round. Right. To be to in this beat Spike Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I can't in good conscience put Sam Raimi over Spike yeah. Lee. But <laughs> you know, I Well I if you want to, listen, I, I don't always decision. listen to my conscience. <laughs> I will pick Spike Lee. I'll go Sam Raimi then. <laughs> oh no, now we're just putting it on back on me. I kinda wanna do you really think Spike Lee over Sam Raimi? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm not, like that's not even like a like you're not just trying to make the competition. You're, yeah, no, exactly. that's an actual, yeah. like, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, he's man. such a fantastic director, and I think 
as good as what Sam Raimi has done, especially with Spider-Man, because, like, I love it, I love, you know, those movies so much, I, I, I think Spike Lee just... I'm gonna I, have to, I'm gonna have to agree with you, because I feel like, you know, Sam Raimi, I love his style, but there's... I think the fact that Sam got to the second round... Is, is, is a win enough <laughs> for, good enough for He can now charge more for tuition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He can say we were on you know, a he big network. for Doctor Strange 2. Right. <laughs> he, uh, I'm excited to see how he, what he does with Doctor Strange he's, 2. Like, I, that's gonna I be, can like, literally... You give him his freedom now that they're not trying to build up Marvel movies and they're established and they're right. allowed to have fun. I think Sam Raimi is going to fucking crush Here's, here's the thing. If you listen to Sam Raimi... Uh, any interviews he's done, he his two favorite Marvel characters, Spider Man and Doctor Strange. Wow! So he's been waiting for this, mm-hmm. and he will be waiting for the next director's tournament for us to call his <laughs> name again. Yeah. Spike Lee moves on. All right. To now face basically the same matchup, but thirty years younger, Ryan Coogler versus Ari Aster. <laughs> that is that is a very similar matchup. You go for style off of somebody, but I'm. I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go with the Cougs. I gotta go Cougs. You know, because Hereditary is so good, and Midsummer is like Midsummer. <laughs> Midsummer. And Midsommar. whatever, and and what Matt just said, just flip it for me. Because <laughs> you're going Ari Aster. Uh, no, because Midsummer oh, is very good. Yeah, and and, and Hereditary, Hereditary is, the child uh, is kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought the opposite. I thought Hereditary was really good, and and Midsummer was kind of weird. I think they both look dumb. <laughs> well, that's a glowing endorsement for <laughs> your favorite female director, I guess. <laughs> I damn, yeah, I'm gonna say that Ari Aster's movies are—they could be good, but they're weird. Mm-hmm. And that's some for sometimes that's good, right? But Coogler is like managed to make a good movie and have it have that mainstream appeal, and I think that's a little more impressive. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Cougs. We're both going Cougs. Double Cougs. So Double we Cougs. have Spike Lee versus Ryan Coogler. Oh, no. Oh, wow. And oh, no. Oh. On, a, on a different time, I would have made a joke, but I'm going to go yep. on to the fourth <laughs> division. So now we have James Wan versus Alex Garland. Ah, damn. James Wan beat his buddy, Lee Winnell, in a very hard-fought match, and I know they're, they're very still upset about it. Yeah. Uh, as Alex Garland beat Denny Villanueva... Uh, in a late kind of push. Yeah. Even though Arrival was really good, Dread slaps harder. Dread slaps hard. So now... So James Wan, as we have said, has kind of established the the early and late 2000s horror and kind of like really brought a new look into horror. But mm. I think Alex Garland has done the same exact thing with sci-fi. And I I think that sci-fi is harder to do than horror. Mm. Plus, Dread fucking slaps. Dread fucking slaps. Dread fucking slaps. I'm gonna go Alex Garland. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah, well... 
Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Do you uh, feel <laughs> Do you feel good when you make a, uh, an argument and the person's response is, "Uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, yeah." Right, right now, okay. I'm like soaking in this. I'm like, I fucking got him. And then oh, that's like, boys, we got him. And then that's like, home. wait a minute, I have a I have a doctorate. <laughs> I was like, well, I wasn't necessarily against you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we are friends. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I mean, I also like <laughs> Alex Garland. It's like no, me and um, Matt are fighting to the death. Yeah. I think, uh, I, don't, I don't know, Alex Garland, did he also do Ex Machina? Yes, he did. Yeah. That did kind of, that, that is, uh... Yeah. I think he also wrote it, too. Mm. Well, mm. I know he didn't write Arrival. He did not write Arrival. Yeah. Um, James Wan. He did, he did Aquaman. He, he, he did Aquaman point a camera in front of Aquaman and he say, did. go. He did, you know? And Aquaman... Is like I like I always say, Aquaman is the Dragon Ball Z movie we never got. Mm. Yeah. Also on one of the wheels. Yeah. Which one, Aquaman or uh, Dragon Ball? I'll never tell. Yeah. It's Dragon he also Ball. did a fast. He also did a fast movie. He did a fast movie. And that's what if it, and Alex Garland did the next Fast and Furious Ten? Now we're in space. Well, I mean, I would say that that gives him a little more diversity than Garland. Garland did Dread. Mm, Dread. He, he, he stepped in on Dread. Yeah. And Dread slaps. Ah, uh, man, that sucks because I love The Conjuring and I love Insidious, but I think I have to go Alex Garland. James Wan, <laughs> it's been it's been a blast. Yeah. He's out. He's out. Damn. He joins what Guillermo. What place did he come in? Oh, God damn it. Well, it's the 16th and now we're in the 4th Division, so I would say... At least 9th. At least 10th. At most, so. Yeah, okay. 10th. So, number 10 on the sheets. This is, this is this is a sad time. It's when you realize that UCLA does not have Reggie Miller anymore, <laughs> and you got to move on to find that next big thing. So Alex Garland moves on to face the winner of the Russo brothers versus Jordan Peele. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and say the Russo brothers. <laughs> yeah, I, it's quick, but Russo brothers are just fucking phenomenal. If you want, if you want to hear good arguments for Jordan Peele, please go back to our last yes. episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because exactly. us, I'm sorry, Get Out versus the la- the later half of the Marvel movies, it's a tough call. It's a tough call. But he had a great battle against, uh, 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 shit. Uh, Bung, yeah, uh, bu- yeah. No. Bung Joon-ho. Yeah, Bung Joon-ho, yeah. yeah. yeah sorry, uh, that yeah. was a great, that was a great fight. But I gotta go with the Russos. Yeah. Okay. Again, take Jordan Peele's best movie. And put him against the paintball episode of Community. <laughs> it's not going to win. I'm sorry. So it's now, just... <laughs> our Elite Eight is set. It is Spike Lee versus Ryan Coogler. Edgar Wright versus Ryan Johnson. It is Christopher Nolan versus Taika Waititi. It is Alex Garland versus uh, the Russo brothers. Oh, sorry. No. Sorry, ladies. This one's for the fellas. <laughs> It's boys' night here at Movie Man. <laughs> As I tried to say, we want to. Wow, that's tough, bro. Also, it's not quite a blizzard. Mm. <laughs> that's true. But we have diversity. We have them in one in one bracket. <laughs> one bracket. We have done the we have done the white guy thing where we put the two black guys together. Yeah, literally. <laughs> We're which, sorry, which folks. Technically, Brian did that. Technically, I should, as I remember all the jokes I made, like, oh, you don't think I think about this stuff? Where I did, did not, not think, think about that. this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get going. Let's okay. Do this. Let's break where, do we, where do we want to start? Which matchup? Three this time. Christopher Nolan versus Taika Waititi. 
Are you sure you want to do that? I'm going to go Nolan. Oh. I'm going to go Nolan. Nolan. Because, okay. See, so the ar- the thing is, now the arguments get a lot harder because yeah. you've already made your cases mm-hmm. for everything that, to get them here. Right. And you got to save a bullet in the chamber for the final, for the final, final four. And then the point. final, yeah. I'm going to say Nolan because uh, I think what he's able to do with a lot of, like, brilliant concepts. Mm-hmm. I think, that, so they both have a superhero movie, right? Yes. The Dark Knight versus Thor Ragnarok. They both changed the perspective of that character. Correct. And they, yes, correct. And they changed the perspective of, honestly, Nolan changed the perspective of comic book movies and superhero movies in general. He did switch, they both kind of switched the genre for a lot of years. Yeah. yeah. You know, now Jojo Rabbit, I don't think Nolan, anything Nolan done has touched my heart the way Jojo Rabbit does. I don't think he's looking to do that. Exactly. No, but nothing has blown my mind Ooh. the way Nolan's movies have. Yeah. But what do you follow? Your mind or your heart? Whoa. <laughs> well, you can't really follow Whoa. your mind after it's been blown. <laughs> and Nolan has done you that. You can't follow your heart after it's broken. Twice, for me, at least. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a broken heart and a broken mind. So what's next? Dude, <laughs> gut. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's too full. That's too full. <laughs> <laughs> Leave our guts out of this, man. Sorry we don't have fucking six-pack, you fucking loser. Yeah. You fucking um, nerd. Just go wow. to the gym all the time and yeah. work out. And watch and Christopher off. Nolan movies as you do crunches. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, that's why, that's probably, that's probably why you didn't like Taika movies. You're too busy doing like sit-ups. I'm doing sit-ups to all of it. I'm oh, doing yeah. all of Inception. What we do in the shadows as he's, as he's doing pull-ups. Like, you know, whatever, what is this movie I'm even watching? Interstellar, I'll show you an inter- intercoastal muscle oh, girl. I, I love Taika's movies. <laughs> I just think... You know, you know what, Matthew? Christopher Nolan has, is the only one to do a movie about a magician, though. It's true. I guess yet to do that. Right. I'm... I'll say every character in Nolan's movies can tie their shoes. <sighs> Oof. <laughs> wow. I know. That's mean. I know. That's mean. He's I know. A, he's a nine-year-old boy. I know. <laughs> he got blown up by a <laughs> <laughs> He was oh. also he was also a Nazi for most of the He was also a movie. staunch Nazi. Yeah, for for the majority <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> He would have been canceled. Yeah. Also, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Bane can tie his shoes. <laughs> Nobody really knows. Nobody would know that. Nobody issue. ever asked. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I'm going to go with Christopher Nolan. Oh. Okay. Boom. Wow. Good Taika's for you. Taika, see you later, pal. You yeah. are still technically available to do the Inter- next one. Interstellar is too good. Not what not not what I was thinking, but we got to the, we got to the same place. All right, Chris Vanilla moves on to the final four. I don't get you. Mm, I mean, I don't. I didn't hate Interstellar. No, but like Interstellar is the best movie of his entire portfolio. We'll talk think, about it. I don't we'll think that's true it. at all. We'll talk about it. In the I think next that's round. the dumbest thing you've ever said. But <laughs> <laughs> there's no better movie of Chris Vanilla. Okay, who's next? Who's next? <laughs> who's next? Who's next? Who do you want to go to next? Three. I just, just did three. three. Just did it. One. <laughs> Spike Lee. <laughs> oh, no, 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 three. No, two. Go to two. Go to two. Okay. We have to do I'm it at some point. One. We have to do it at some point. Okay, fine. You want to go to two? All right, yeah. fine. We'll do two. Let's Edgar two. Wright, Ryan Johnson. Fuck, why did I pick two? They don't get any easier from here I'm on out. I'm going to say Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. Because they get pretty easy from here on out, I guess. Ryan Johnson's Ryan Johnson's good. He's just not Edgar Wright good. Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Hands down. Like, 
You know? Yeah. I, Looper yeah. or Sean Baby Ryan. Driver? Baby Driver. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you. I think Edgar Wright is better than Ryan Johnson. Yeah. I think that his movies are... I mean, they're both well-crafted, but I think that while I think Ryan Johnson's best-crafted movie is Knives Out, while Edgar Wright had four better-crafted movies before <laughs> Knives Out came out. Yeah. So yeah. that's the toughest part. Yeah. Edgar Wright, definitely. Okay. I mean, you can't watch Hot Fuzz and be like... The, for the first time... Like When Hot Fuzz hits you for the first time... When it like there's nothing you, like right exactly yeah. that's not yeah. the first time you no, watch yeah. it because it, 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 it took me a while to, when it yeah. hits you that first time and you're like wait, wait a minute oddly <laughs> oddly enough like yep. that also happened with me with the world's end which right. is which is the weakest which is the weakest one of the Cornell trilogy yeah. but like when we first saw it like I know all of us were like it was good it was good when but you, then when you watch it like a few more times you're just yeah. like no this is like, this is just as good as the other two yeah. Yeah. it's just not. The best, but yeah. it's it's up there. It's I, a fantastic movie. So firmly agree. Yeah. Edgar Wright moves on once again. He's back in the final four. Once again, Edgar Wright can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Nope. Speaking I'll of can't go wrong, point. where do you want to go to next? We got to do it. Do we do one? Let's do one. Do you, are you sure you don't want to go with number four? No, let's do one so we can ease off and do four. So let's do one. Okay. Which Spike Lee? I'm going with Spike Lee. You're going Spike Lee? I'm going Spike Oh, wait, hold on. Let me... All right, hold on. Let me... Creed 2 is a flawed movie. Uh... <laughs> Black Panther is... Honestly, I've grown to appreciate Black Panther more. Fruitville Station. Fruitville Station. That's right. You can't sleep on Fruitville Station. You know? Like... But then that's only, that's only three movies. Ryan Coogler is still... Has Ju- yet to hit his prime. I, Ju- I, Judah, I I Judah's in the Black Messiah. He did not direct. He produced, produced it. He produced it. Sorry, I'm on IMDb. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm going to go Spike Lee again. Because honestly... I'd... Spike Lee is a champ. He is He is what Ryan Cooler is going to be for the newer generation of f- yeah. film fans. Yeah, I think I Spike agree. Lee has done some great shit. Oh, Mike's got the finger up. Because of that, oh. I'm going with Ryan Coogler. Contrarian. Because right now, okay, I think he's doing more. But the Five Bloods and Black Klansman oh. came out after Wait. Ryan Coogler's last movies. Oh, okay. You're not wrong. You're I don't know wrong. if I am wrong. Maybe Black Panther. You're not wrong, but Black you're not gonna Man. like the matchup. Well, you might, depending on where you go with. I'm it. gonna stick with Spike. Spike? Yeah. I'm going Coogs. I'm gonna go with Spike. Okay. Because I still, I still think we are about two movies away from yeah. Ryan Coogler really ascending. Yeah. To like. I think fantastic. Ryan Coogler's best movie is Creed. Yeah. And I really damn. I and really I like think. I really like Creed, but it's also just Rocky. I think the best match up in Creed is Alex Garland versus the Russo brothers. What do you guys got? Russo brothers. Oh. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Damn! I know. Coming in hot. Okay. While, while Mikey kind of puts the sauce together, I'll, I'll explain yeah. why. So Alex Garland, uh, Dread slaps. Dread slaps, right? But you take Dread and you take all of Dread, mm. right? And you take the last scene of Endgame. You take you all. Of, you, t- you take all of Dread, and it doesn't equal to the half of the budget of the last scene of That's Endgame. That's true. That's true. All right. So you take Dread and compare it to Winter Soldier. Okay. Mm. Better. Still better. Be- a little, a little smaller scale. Better comparison. Dread 
a great action doesn't have a story. Mm. Doesn't need a story. Right, well... It It does have a story. It's whatever the raid was. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right, and I mean... I think I'm going to watch Dread tonight. Yeah, I think think Dread's come back on the... Come back on the watch list. I have the DVD. Dread Slaps. No. I have Um, it on my Fandango. I'll find it somewhere. Um, I'll probably take it from your Fandango. Yeah. Uh, Winter Soldier. So, Dread, amazing action. So fun to watch. So aesthetically pleasing. All slapping. All... Yeah, just... Slap. Line them up, slap them around. Lena Headley slapping, mm. right? Um, Domino Gleason's in there. Domino Gleason's in it. Oh shit! As like the the the, the techie crack the, crackhead, the guy right? who she cut out his eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Olivia Thrillby is his partner. Oh yeah, she's great in it too. Yeah, yeah. but you take uh, Winter Soldier, mm. right? A movie that it manages to have a, a tightly paced, uh, concise plot with uh, likable characters as well. Right in the course of Marvel, of phase two of the Marvel movies, right. while single-handedly ruining Marvel TV. Yes. Because <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was Agents going on, and they had no idea what they were going to do. I know, I know. Although the S.H.I.E.L.D. the shield collapse was a pretty cool thing to see in Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D. But, um, yeah, yeah. So, and then you take something like uh, Annihilation. Okay. Right? Something that really pushes the envelope. Yes. Really. Against you, me, and Dupree. Yeah, it takes... <laughs> Takes the takes tries to take the sci-fi like the genre of sci-fi, and this is something you could say for Ex Machina too. It takes the genre of sci-fi and tries to bend it and restructure it in a way that you can tell a really complete and cohesive story okay. with lots of meaning behind it, right? And then you take the most ambitious crossover in cinematic history, in Infinity War. Oh, I was gonna say Abbott Costello versus the Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what I mean, I mean, that's, you gotta have a little fun with these things, folks. You know, and I just some think, might say we did this all in one day. What the Russos were able to achieve hmm? with what they did, yes. you know, something that really we've seen fail in so many different ways uh, in other in other instances. Would you, the Snyder uni- the D- the DC universe, that doesn't count. The Dark okay. Universe, the Monster Universe. Yes. Uh, yeah. They the, the they tried to make the Mummy. They tried to remake the mummy. Yeah, no, that was the problem. There was they didn't use Brendan Fraser. Yeah. That's a huge problem. But it, is a prob- <laughs> it is a problem that they made that. No, yeah. no, I agree. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna say the, Golden gonna, Compass. They tried. I'm gonna say the Russo. Oh wow, I'm gonna say the Russo brothers. They they make movies that yeah they're they're superhero movies, but they are good movies. They're movies that you can watch and not feel guilty about, and but you know, not to say that you do about Alex Garland. I pretty feel pretty guilty about watching Christopher Nolan movies. Sometimes. 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 Like, I feel like I feel like I should just like what's Tom Hardy doing? <laughs> I feel like I should hang out at Dark Horse whenever yeah. I do. But uh <laughs> oh, oh god. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna say the Russos have been able to accomplish it. Plus also take your favorite movie and it's not the paintball episode from Stop, No! <laughs> no! <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> uh yeah, as you've been talking about it, I've been fighting in my head Go, internally. Oh my god, he's gonna agree. <laughs> I'm I'm not. Oh, oh okay. Thank I'm you. going with Alex Garland, and I'll tell you why. Go, oh. yeah, please. You're right about Winter Soldier. That movie is perfect from front to back. It it's a fantastic movie. Dread fucking slaps. Yeah. Okay. okay. Point proof. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes Say to less. when okay. it comes to Infinity War and Endgame. From what I've read and what's been very, like, kind of well-known about those two movies is that 
there were a lot of hands-on with other directors. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Gunn for the Guardians of the Galaxy cast. Uh, Taika Waititi, Waititi for the Thor Ragnarok cast. Um, which is just Thor. Which is just and Valkyrie and Valkyrie and Korg was there no you're right you're right but go on but but like I also feel like a lot of spoons in the soup yeah yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of spoons in there and also as you said when it comes to like uh, when it comes to like the the less scene of Endgame I think that any other one of the Marvel directors could have done that scene just as well because It was set up so well in, in the in the history of Marvel. It was set up so perfectly. It's like if you didn't hit a home run with that scene, then you're just a fucking terrible director. I think you're I, wrong. I think you're 100% wrong. I, I, think, no, I, I think, think you can look back and say it was set up beautifully because they landed it hold so on. well. Hold on. You realize you now you're forced to tie. Now I have to make... Is that is that an argument you really want to lay Wait, out there? No. <laughs> that anybody could have done that. I, I didn't say anybody. You think that Josh, I'm going to fucking ruin Gal Gadot Whedon, <laughs> could do that shot? I think he did a very similar shot with the first Avengers movie. I think that was a very standard looking movie. That he and got everyone lucky. said that Joss Whedon was amazing for making that for making six nope. characters come together. Nope. You know? No one ever said Joss Whedon was a visionary director. They did when Avengers One came and out. when Firefly came out. Firefly <laughs> sucks. Right. No, not true. it is boring. It's not. Oh, no, just, stop, all right, just stop talking. I like that <laughs> no, show. <I'm> kidding. <laughs> no, but but going going to the future. I going to yeah in the future with uh <laughs> with Alex Garland. Um, I, when it comes to a team-up movie, I think Annihilation is fucking phenomenal. And I think that it's... it's We all remember the post-credit scenes. It also has, uh, what's her name in it? Valkyrie. Yeah. yeah. Tessa, Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. Um, no, I, I think that that movie's fantastic. And then, and then again, just overall, Ex Machina is just... Such a See, fucking great movie. Like it's I, pure cinematic masterpiece. So you're, I'm Alex Garland, and you're I'm Russo Brothers. See, here's now, I have to step in, because I've heard both your arguments. That wild ass thing you just said. <laughs> wild <laughs> fucking it's, no, it's, it's not. True. It is not because to Matt's credit, he is right. It is a. The Russos have you evolved with the Russo brothers from Winter Soldier to Endgame. Did it, you was know? The, it was it was their Civil War. Civil War wasn't that great. Oh, Civil War was not that great. It was good. It was a letdown. Uh, a letdown? When you wait? <laughs> all right, look. Yo, no, no, no. Who no, watched no, Endgame? You know what? No, no, no. Because you know, because you know, here's the thing. Because he didn't get a finely tuned forearm to the fucking ribs. He does not know anything about a letdown. No, no. Because... I got a fucking shiver that I'm still feeling <laughs> six years later. Whatever. No, so Civil War, I think, I think was was a a, a, a very good movie. Mm. Okay. But the big climax of the the Civil War fight that wasn't just Iron Man fighting Bucky and 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 Cap was the airport scene. With the airport scene, yeah. which would have done so much better if you didn't put them in a big open fucking area where there's 
12 people fighting each other. Well, they only wanted to fight 12 people. No, but you could have done it in, like, a more close combat, like, like a, a more, like, closed space where it's, like, there was so much empty space. Like, that's, like, that's what I mean. Like, I feel like that is fight it, was so, was, like, annihilation. as good as it could have been, but, like, it was so wide scale the setting was so wide scale for a battle that was very not wide scale mm. so like it was a good movie especially like if they would have done the, the the Bucky and Cap fight with Iron Man if they would have done that where it's like just one small cement box they but did obviously but like with everybody fighting against each other it wouldn't have worked out well but you it, have, but it didn't work good. It didn't work out well with you, the airport. Right, so scene. okay, so I think it worked well. With I think it worked very well you with need, you. You need open space because here comes War Machine. Yeah, or, or for Iron Man and, and so, War Machine. So flying. Giant Man would have just been. Oh, he's like six foot seven. Like he's you, pretty regular he's size. Like, like, he's, like, like, he's like hunched. No, you needed the airport to showcase the characters that were there. You needed the wide space to show off. Ant Man. You needed the the multiple the and wider space have to have and Bucky fighting uh, Spider Man in doors. Yeah. Spider Man. I've never said like you know what the best scene about Spider Man is. What be- the best the most Spider Man thing is when he's just standing in a hallway, just kind of clipping. <laughs> I want Spider Man swinging around and doing shit. Yeah. I want to see Wanda being the more powerful character, pulling fucking cars out. Yeah. I want to see, you know, I want to see that Black Panther is also just as fast as. Cap and Bucky. Yeah. I want, like, like I think that a highway chase between all three of them. Yeah. Wild. Wild. I think you, you, watch, you watch their evolution between Cap Winter Soldier and the fact that they're getting more and more stuff. It's like, it's like you were a kid and then all your friends were like, oh, I know you like my toy, my Black Panther toy. Why don't you play with it? And then your cousin's like, you know what? Uh, have my Guardians of the Galaxy toys. Yeah. And then like your your older sibling just goes, you know what? Have my Thanos and Thor toys. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, what am I going to do? And then you put together the Infinity War. But what I'm going to vote on <gasps> is I'm going to go with Alex Garland. <gasps> no! Why? Yes, because... Why? It makes sense. It doesn't. Because Dread fucking slaps. <laughs> That's not enough. No, because as wild... As the moments in Civil War, when when Bucky catches Cap Shield, when uh, awesome scene. when Queens pops the up, when when you know helicopter arm scene, when yeah. when you get when you get that classic Civil War pose of Iron Man and, and Cap blowing yeah. up, you get you get your moments. When you get Thor coming back, yeah, in Wakanda, Cap catching Mjolnir, Cap uh, Cap doing I think those moments are great. But they're just moments. While Ex Machina and Dread are consistently well crafted throughout those times, I, I where don't you, think you, I could, I, ever not well crafted or Winter Soldier. Eh. What I think because the limitation, the limitations of Dread, because it was made for like three dollars in South Africa, yeah. compared to Iron Man's kind of slightly off-centered CGI head in Civil War. Is that on the director, though? I think it's how you play it, because you have to work well. You have to build up, and I think Ex Machina was just three people, technically four, but it was three people in a giant room, and you never felt safe. You always felt like you were being watched. You always sure. felt like the atmosphere was changing, and it felt like it was closing in while... But that's not the feeling you want in any of the Marvel movies. 
I, I, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm thinking it's just how they crafted it to that story, yeah. where you could have, you could have honestly, what was the first half of Endgame? Yeah, Endgame. Yeah, that first half of Endgame, I didn't want. No one gives it like, oh, they can travel through time. Who gives a fuck? Right? I don't know. I, didn't I mean, that's like that's that's literally it was a like good setup, but like it's a half an hour that they made two hours. It was it was a good setup that they could have that I think if they would have reworked Infinity War, they could have had that in Infinity War and then make the scenes everybody wanted to see go also, the fucking distance. Well, they still needed a movie for Endgame. Right. And I think the going in, the time traveling finished up everyone's arc too. It brought Thor back from his depression. It it gave Iron Man peace with his father. It gave Cap the will to find his home life. Also, it wasn't executed. It was you know it wasn't like the best execution. Also, but to say it was like my, meaningless. My, my vote, my ever, vote is final, and yes. we have to move on. Actually, I know. Wait, hold on. Fine, I will we'll say nobody has still ever answered my question that I brought up in the group chat a long time ago. In Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. when they go to the bunker. Where they find where Shield was like first kind of thing and Ar- Arn and Zola. Yeah, with, with Zola, where they go down like ten stories, mm-hmm. and then a bomb, uh, a missile comes and blows up the place. Um, how they're immediately at the top floor. How they're immediately at the top floor, yeah, and also you. the explosion comes through the doors as if it was like happened right outside, like they forgot that it went down ten stories. I think it was like it blew up the building, and then the explosion went down, and then blew the doors yeah. off. There's probably like a gas line yeah, in there. Yeah, no, in any case, yeah, no. I think I think so. Our final are, four is set. Yeah, I think you're letting Alex, Alex Garland pass just off of Ex Machina. Uh, That's okay. He's a one trick. He's he's. I think he's going. You're going off a of one movie at this point. Ouch. You would. He I talked would, about four Musso Brothers he movies. Would be, we talked about. You guys both talked about one. You talked I, about, I talked about Annihilation, and I talked about Dread. And I think. Oh, that's true. You talked about Dread, but I and think, I talked about Annihilation. Well, yeah, I don't, think you know what? You, you could bring up. You could. You could bring easily. up those. Those other in the next round. Ex, sure. Next Alex Garland movies when he faces Edgar Wright. Okay. Because now we'll have Spike Lee versus Christopher Nolan, and Edgar Wright versus Alex Garland. This is a that's a Ale- weird bracket. That's Alex Garland. Alex bracket. Garland is a Cinderella story. Started out as a seven seed, worked his way all the way up to the final four. Yeah. You got to give that heart. I mean, I've run for him for most of it. Yeah, you yeah. really, you really sold him, and then you sold him. I out. would have loved to see a <laughs> Russo like brothers, brothers versus Cohen brother, uh, Cohen brothers. Not I thought really. that would be a <laughs> Cohen no. brothers much better directed. I, I think yeah, I think the Cohen brothers might yeah. have taken that one. Yeah, okay. the Cohen right. brothers never did a colonoscopy scene in Tom Holland's asshole. Terry, now on Apple TV. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> You're like, did anyone? <laughs> um, all right. Which one are we doing first? Which one do you want to do first? Let's do Spike Lee. Spike Lee versus Christopher, Christopher Nolan. Nolan. Hmm. I think this is a tough one. It is. This I got to think one. before I talk, before I commit to one. So hold on. So There's nothing better than silence on a podcast. Um, oh. Momentum. Memento. Memento. Sorry. The Prestige. The Prestige. The Dark Knight Trilogy. Dark Knight Trilogy. Which... Really, one of them is just really good, um, which is The Dark Knight, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Interstellar, Inter- uh, Inception, Tenet, Dunkirk. 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 I think that's it. Insomnia? Yeah. No. It's his first movie. It's his first, it's one yeah. of his first movies. Okay. I saw it. It's pretty good. Okay. Al Pacino and Robin Williams. Wow. Okay. Robin that's Williams, I believe, cast, plays but... a serial killer. Oh, okay. And they run on logs. Crazy. It's pretty wild. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. And then you take Spike Lee. Spike Lee, do the right thing. Yeah. He got game. Yeah. She hate me. Yeah. Jungle fever. Yeah. 
Eddie. The Five Bloods, the Black Five Bloods, Black Yeah. Old Boy. That's... Inside I, Man. I don't call that one a win. Inside Man. I think... This is very tough. I think it might have to go Nolan. I think I might have to go Nolan. I Nolan as a director nails the 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 thinking, the 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 twists, the the moments that you're never expecting that just fucking pop up. Like I mean, it, it was bad enough in Interstellar when he's like, you, you realize that he lost like 40 years of his life in an hour, but then it's like even worse when you realize that like his daughter's 80 or like 95 when he comes back from everything like and just like that, like. <sighs> but it proved that the world was better without him. <laughs> no, it was him that it caused the world to be that way. No, she did it. The daughter because did it. of him. Because she, he was a terrible dad and left her. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> he's the one that he's the one that uh, that that solved that crisis. No, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm gonna go. And I I think Nolan is my choice. Mm, that's such a fucking hard choice. <laughs> yeah, they are very hard choices. These are. Like I said before, these are not going to get any easier as we right. cro- as we cross the hour mark. Right. Um, so all in total, we've done two hours and 25 minutes of director's tournaments. Yeah, seriously. How would you expect? Well, <laughs> tight, well, I, tight, uh, tight, 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 <laughs> Um. Okay. Did not expect a 20-minute fight for the Russo brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought they would have just gone straight through. <laughs> <laughs> Um, really would have put all my money on uh, Kathy Yan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, okay. I just have so much respect for Spike Lee okay. as a director. Mm-hmm. You know? And I feel like... But I feel like he has some misses. You know? There was a tough time for Spike Lee, like, right? The early 2000s yeah. is where he really struggled. Yeah. You take that, you know, versus Nolan, who... That's, is he gonna, is I guess the first movie that was like universally like miss? Was not, that a, yeah like but, but it wasn't even not like it wasn't bad like a but miss. yeah like, it's not on the level of his others exactly but, it's not a bad movie and it makes you think and stuff like that but was it affected by the pandemic yes. do you think if it if yes. it held off till this year it would have been maybe if you could watch that movie in theaters right safely it would have I think it would have been so much cooler of an experience than me just lying on my couch mm. like it on I, your phone. I, I, yeah oh yeah that's how he likes it yeah. he likes people when they watch it on their phones right yep. he doesn't like people said? he said he hates <laughs> yeah. he, he hates he, people when, watching movies on when Warner Brothers said they were going to put it on HBO Max he was like then cancel all my contracts I don't want to be working with like my movies belong in the cinema He's yeah, one of those very... guys. He doesn't believe in sitting on his set because he said if you have time to sit, you have time to work. So, hmm. I don't think one has to do with the other. I don't think he's ever worked a real job in his <laughs> fucking life. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the Dark Knight, Dark Knight, Dark Knight, like Dread, fucking slaps. Fucking slaps. Nah, it slaps a little different than Dread does. It, does, it <laughs> slaps. It slaps because he doesn't wear hockey pads. Right. I'm not wearing hockey pads. On the other hand, I am that's also the not voice he decided for, base, for Batman. Mm. You know? Which isn't terrible. He had Denzel Washington ride a, ze- a Segway 
in the middle of a bank robbery. Yeah. So, I mean, who's really a perfect, perfect right. filmmaker who, here? Who are we to judge? Who are we? Plus, yeah. Spike Lee's a Knicks fan. Which is endearing. <laughs> I respect that. It humbles him. <laughs> the loyalty, too. As a, as a every other decade <laughs> Knicks fan, <laughs> I'm with him on that. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Spike Lee. Wow. Yeah. Here we are again. Another split decision. Another split decision that's going to rest on Brian's hands. As much as I do like Spike Lee, and I do, I would like to visit him more on our podcast, because mm. uh, I don't think we really, we don't think we've really given him much of a. a no, look. we haven't done much Spike Lee. No, I do have to say, after watching Inception, mm. The Dark Knight, Interstellar, on our show, and being mildly intrigued by fucking uh, Tenet, kind of like I want to see where it goes. Mm. There's nothing more than the prestige yeah. and, and memento when you're fucking following that the first time and you know he's not a safe director yet where he's kind of fighting for that chance. But Spike Lee always feels like he's fighting for a chance. Right. He's the most like one of the most acclaimed directors of all time and he still feels like And he's he still feels for like chance. he's fighting cuz I feel like other studios are like, "Hey, you want to do a franchise?" and he's like, "No, I'd rather do this really divert the uh, divisive topic like having the five bloods with actual photos of like dead people in there. Like I I'd, I'd rather take shots on film. But. But is the Five Bloods really that good? Uh, yeah. It is, but, you know, it is. Not, no, is it Nolan good? Is it Inception good? I, I really, like, I kind of, like... It's it's similar to me as in, like, kind of what we did with uh, Ava DuVernay, mm-hmm. where it's, like, his movies, Spike Lee's movies, for the most part, like, the more serious ones are ones that you would watch and you just gotta be in the mood to be kind of like, do but I like want to watch this movie yeah, again Like right I said, now? about... But like, but in, it's so, on so TV. Here's, like here's the thing. It's now, yeah, like, it's now to the point of... He's got movies that aren't like that, too. I, I'm not... Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying... Yeah. I mean, like, if you watch He's Got Game, it's kind of... I mean, Ray Allen, former NBA player, I think Hall of Famer, is the lead in that. And Denzel Washington is amazing in it. Mm-hmm. Malcolm X is amazing. Mm-hmm. But I will have to go with... Nolan? Christopher Nolan. Okay. I'm fine I, with that. I, no. th- I think it's it's a tough fight. And also maybe now that Nolan's moving onward and not going to be in next year's, Spike mm-hmm. Lee may have... I may be able to appreciate him more next... Yeah, next maybe if we you, watch you more of his stuff. visit their stuff more this year and I, I'm going to watch more of his stuff. I mean, I voted for him. But <laughs> I guess I'll have to go back. Well, and look check at out that the underground pics of Christopher Nolan. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I I like Christopher Nolan. I think he belongs in the final, so I'm not yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah. Look, the optics are there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's next? Alex Garland versus Edgar Wright. Yeah, I'm gonna go Edgar Wright. Yeah, <laughs> I would go too, but I'm not. It's not up to me yet. Right. All that for a drop wow. of blood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That was really good. That was really good. You know what? Like, because it doesn't even matter. Because good lord. Good lord. Because I think I would have chosen Edgar Wright over the Russo brothers anyway. Okay. So I'm going to go Edgar Wright as well. Okay. I, I just think there is so many layers to Edgar Wright movies that are just so 
it's like just a little bit below the surface, but it's yeah. like a fucking onion once you get past that like this the surface level of yeah. one of his movies. I remember the first time though, just for Alex Garland, the first time I forgot to breathe is when I fell asleep during Ex Machina. No, I'm you would have passed out though. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. That didn't have you happen. seen Ex Machina? Yeah, yeah. He's great. done it for the show. Yeah, no, that's great. Oh yeah, I did that episode. No, you didn't. Bobby Taylor did. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oscar Isaac. Here, here we are. Uh, excuse me. Cinema. Excuse me. That was the sexiest moment on this Forgot theater to screen in He did this. Years. This yeah. whole thing, yeah. Forgot to breathe. Forgot so, here we <laughs> are. Forgot to breathe during that scene, too. <laughs> I don't know how to phrase this, but... If Brett had a face, it would be on one of these two guys. Mm. It's Edgar Wright versus Christopher Nolan. Who is the lightest of the white? I mean, who's the best director of yeah. them all? Yeah. Well, technically Edgar Wright, because he's English. So is Christopher Nolan. Oh, shit, you're right. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, Never mind. Geez. Now we're going to have to go into what part of England they're from. I think, I think Christopher Nolan's Welsh. Don't care. Um, <laughs> all right. Mm. All right. Um, now, here's the thing. Like I said, in epi- the episode previous, and in the beginning of this episode too, these two guys do not have a tomorrow. They're putting it right. all out there. One's going to win and one's going to be paper. locked into obscurity. Yeah, let me a second. I believe that pen is dead, though. So here we are. What are we doing? Are we doing, like I've said a thousand times before, insomnia, memento, uh, Prestige. Prestige. Bat- the Batman series. The Dark Knight trilogy. Inception. Interstellar. Dunkirk. And now Tenet. Against. Shaun of the Dead. Hot Fuzz. Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. The World's End. Baby Driver. I think that's... No, Christopher Nolan has more movies. Space. Space is a TV show, yes. If you want to consider Space, he did direct it. I don't think he reached out to Bryce Dallas Howard to direct one episode. <laughs> um, you can't say... Uh, Chris, like, neither com- director is perfect. Neither director is perfect. You can't even say that Edgar Wright is just a comedy guy when you look at all of the stuff that he's done. Yes, he's paid homage to action through comedy. He's paid homage through horror through comedy. He's paid homage through sci-fi through comedy. But what's great about hit those movies is that he never takes the action the horror or the sci-fi as the joke mm-hmm. they are never the joke of the whole thing the jokes are their own thing mm-hmm. like he doesn't make fun of the tropes and stuff. he doesn't well he kind of does no he, he doesn't no he doesn't make like what i mean by that is like he doesn't in the world the mur- like it's still very serious that mm-hmm. someone did get murdered it's still very serious that the world is ending it's still very serious that there are zombies gotcha but it's these characters living through it and how maybe the tropes help them and how the tropes hurt them right right um and then with that i bow my head yes. and i leave appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate that here's here's one mikey thing. just did math i essentially did a rank voting here's one thing right and i and i'm trying to figure it out i'm i'm not one versus the other yet mm, you're not you know? x versus ever ballistic yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll throw out other movies. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a good movie. It is. Is it a movie that I think earns him the spot of director uh, of the top of the director's tournament? No. Yes. 
No. I don't. You know, uh, World's End. Good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Underappreciated. Mm. Do I think it earns him the spot of our top director? Nah. I don't think so. Ooh. On the other hand. Oh. Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight. Rises. You could even you could even ask, is that a good movie? And the answer depends on who you talk to. (laughs) 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 Could be an emphatic. I don't know. Batman Begins. I think is underappreciated. I do agree. As a Batman, as a slight Batman fan, as a casual Batman fan, (laughs) I would agree. I think Batman Begins is underrated. But Hmm? would I give Christopher Nolan director's tournament for that? What would I give uh, Christopher Nolan director's tournament for? Interstellar. Interception. Inception. <laughs> prestige. Ooh. Dark Knight. Dark Knight. That's what I would think for him. Not even talking about it. Not even Memento, huh? Memento's great. Mm. Perfect movie? Director's tournament? I don't remember. Ah! <laughs> nice. nice. Uh, you got to have fun with these. you yeah. got to have fun with these. You're talking... <laughs> you're talking Edgar Wright. I'm talking Shaun of the Dead, Hot mm. Fuzz, Baby Driver. Yeah? Yeah? They both have one masterpiece. I say Hot Fuzz is Edgar Wright's masterpiece. I say... I say Inception is... Uh, I say The Dark Knight. I disagree. I say The Dark Knight Don't let Don't Nolan's. let my squinting eyes... In, no, no, no. In, in, I say The Dark yeah. Knight is Nolan's masterpiece. Fair I just enough. forgot about the name. Okay. Um, it's tough. Because if you look at it, the people around, the, everyone in the country, mm. no, of like, England, of America, of America, uh, is uh, you know knows the Dark Knight, loves the Dark Knight. Half of the, if you half the people in the country, never seen Hot Fuzz. It's true. Doesn't make it good or bad. Yeah, that's not. Doesn't that's make not it good or bad. That's distribution's that's problem. Distribution's nah, fault. mass appeal. Mass appeal. No, I don't think mass appeal is. Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. I feel. A cult classic, I, Hot Fuzz Mikey, let me put it in terms that you might understand. Christopher Nolan is like the Big Mac while Edgar Wright is a fine Cubano sandwich. Kind of. Not really. <laughs> Made I in the like back I'd, of a yeah, truck. I'd that's rather, not fair. I'd rather, that's, uh, that's not fair to, to Christopher Nolan. <laughs> no, 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 Christopher Nolan's like like a Ruth Chris steak. Like a Peter Luger. Like a Peter Luger. Like a well-known steak. Yeah, Peter Luger. Like a yeah, salt. Peter Luger. That's me, the Luger brother. <laughs> this out-of-context joke that he just brought. The nah, Salt Bay, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think, no, I think. They're both good meals. Yeah. They're both sure. fine meals. But I, I think Shaun of the Dead, to, to Edgar's credit, became a cult classic. They both have a, and, a yeah, empanada. It wasn't that successful when it came out, and then people watched it, it was like, this is amazing. Mm. And I think those pe- those are the same people that like Hot Fuzz. And I don't think there's much crossover outside of that. Mm. I think if you're an Edgar Wright fan, you're going to like Edgar Wright's movies. I think if you're a movie fan, you're going to like Christopher Nolan's movies. See, I, see, I, I disagree. Ooh. I think that... Release this. Release the Nolan cut. Of what movie? His movies are all so long, <laughs> and he has so much creative control over all of them. They're all the Nolan cuts. Yeah. Give me more, Stellar. Yeah. I I think interplanetary. I think that as a movie viewer, planetary. I I would well, say now. I would say if Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz had the distribution of say. The Hangover. Mm-hmm. People would love those movies just as much as they did The Hangover. I don't agree. I don't understand. Like what I'm saying is like because of how like how not of a wide it is for people to get in at the time okay. in the U.S. 
I think that like it would still be just as beloved as a movie as the Chads did The Hangover. I think like people, I feel like it's, it's. I think you like Hot Fuzz. I think we all like Hot Fuzz because we saw Shaun of the Dead. And then when we saw Hot Fuzz the first time, we were like, Nah, I, we should watch it again. It's got to be better. Yeah. And then it ended up being better. I think if you gave people if you if you threw Hot Fuzz in theaters everywhere, people would watch it the first time and be like, mm, It's okay. And they're not even going to give it the second chance. Both directors work better with multiple viewings. Sure, mm-hmm. but yes. but one is able to hook you the first time, and that's I, Nolan. I think if they're both bringing you back for more, doesn't there's no. It's a fine Cubano sandwich. I'm very. I don't say. I'm very. I was saying I don't think Hot Fuzz brings you back for more. I think you have to already know there's more to it. So I, if I, we I showed disagree. this, to, if we showed this to somebody who's never seen either director. Let's hypothetically say Papa Taylor. Okay. We show him Hot Fuzz and we show him The Dark Knight. He'd like The Dark Knight more. But my dad's not a comedic guy, though. Yeah. But it's, an, but it's action movies. Like See, it's, it, nah. It, no. I think I, it has... Hot Fuzz has action, okay. but it's still... he's Like you said, he's using comedy to tell a story about action. Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, so I'm going to say I did a ranked voting choice. Mm-hmm. Okay. I listed out... Six movies from both of them. Mm-hmm. Number one on my list, Interstellar. Memento, okay. Interstellar, okay. hands down. Okay. But, following up with that, Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, Baby Driver. Then it goes to The Dark Knight. Then it goes back to The World's End. Mm-hmm. Then it goes to Inception. Then it goes... I- I, I think Inception. I think I think you a- I think you answered the question though. I think while you may enjoy Edgar Wright's work a lot, you did put Christopher Nolan's work ahead of it. I put one of his no, movies. No, but here's the thing: you would not shut up about Interstellar. The entire tournament. The entire tournament. Correct, but I have also you, had no. But here's I, the thing: if I if never you're, needed if you're, to not shut up about it is the, about, it is that's true you know, about Edgar Wright's always, movies. We were always we were right, always on high. On but here, here's the thing: if you are ranking them which we are technically ranking directors, if it's the number one on your list, how easy was it for you to put down Interstellar as the number one? It was very easy. Then there's your but answer. No, that's not the answer. Nah, I no, because I because just because Interstellar's my favorite one doesn't mean that all of his other movies are just as good as Interstellar. I agree. He has one very good movie that I really love, and then but what? Edgar Wright follows up with four bangers in a row. I'm going to go with Edgar Wright, because I did the same ranked choice as, I forgot which argument it was, but I was like, oh, it was when we did uh, Jordan Peele versus, when I did Bung Snowpiercer and, and Parasite with, like, Get Out first, but then it was uh, Parasite and yeah. Snowpiercer, yeah. I'm doing the same thing. Right. Jordan Peele's Get Out was fantastic, and was my favorite of the four movies. But the other two being super close, I'm, yeah, I'm going with Edgar Wright. I think, I think, I doing, I think you're doing it the right way with that. Yeah, it's the same thing I said with Alex Garland. One one great movie doesn't win you the tournament. I think Interstellar so was fantastic. Christopher Nolan's one great movie. No, I'm saying I, I'm me. saying my, I think Mikey's evaluating things the correct way. Okay, I don't agree with his evaluation 100 percent because I don't think Interstellar is the best movie out of those. Mm. You know what I mean? His list um, may be wrong, but his theory is right. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, I think, hmm, but you know, like, and again, I'm, I'm not against Edgar Wright winning because Baby Driver, the, the way he incorporates music into his, into his, 
into his story and not intertwine and he intertwines it in a way that a musical doesn't give it justice you know and most people they put the music and they make a little number and, and a dance break and then they go back to the story whereas this one the story is told through the music and i would and i would say that all of Edgar Wright's movies Baby Driver, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, they all do action better than Christopher Nolan. I think Christopher Nolan has great storytelling, but I don't think he I don't think he pulls the best out of his actors like Edgar Wright does. Like and and I think that's more of like the synergy that Edgar Wright has with his with his actors, but I think if you were to put Is- Leonardo up against Nick like, Frost? No, no, no. I was going to say the kid... Oh. Uh, the, uh, Ansel, Ed, An- Ansel... Yeah. Ansel like, Elgort? Yeah. Like, I think that, like, they're very much compatible. Like, in, like, comparable. Sorry, not compatible. Like, I think that... I don't know. I, I think that... I think you have to give credit to Christopher Nolan for always working with a different leading man in kind of each one of his movies. Kind of. But a lot of his cast is the same. I mean, it is it, it basically Murphy, his, le- his lead yeah, character, yeah, like the the supporting cast is usually the same guys. Mm-hmm. But like you have you go from like a Christian Bale to a Leonardo DiCaprio to a Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, all A list stars but, that like it's their but, job to be great actors. Know, but here's the Nolan thing, not Edgar Wright. What's here's the funny? thing, Edgar Wright works with Simon. He, he works with. He wanted to work with true. Edgar Wright. That's a good point. <laughs> Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Mm. Uh, pre but here's here's the deal besides baby driver and scott pilgrim the the cornetto trilogy simon Pegg and nick frost know exactly what edgar wright wants mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. while so can you can you say guy pierce knew exactly what christopher nolan wanted to do in Could, momento right. can you say that uh, christian bell who was basically a supporting actor to hugh jackman in the prestige knew what they were getting at it's a it's a tougher thing for him to kind of come in, and yes, all the all the surrounding all the the forks and knives are the same, but what's on the plate is going to be different. It's what about, easy to direct Simon Pegg when he wrote half your movie. But what about <laughs> Olivia Coleman? What about what about uh, what about uh, Martin Freeman? Like like he also did a good what job. What about when... Marion Cotillard? What about Elliot Page? Yeah. What about uh, Carrie Ann Moss? What about you know? No, I mean you're. Jay, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal. You're I was right. going to say Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, Matthew McConaughey. What about Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> Maggie Gyllenhaal was terrible in The Dark Knight. She was Let's fine just, for what she had to do. No, she, she was... blown up. Terrible. What about what about Jessica Chastain? Mm. What about I, Harry Styles? Uh, I will... Did you hear Michael, Michael Caine? Michael Caine? <laughs> what about, uh, oh, yeah, Mike... That's another one that's in every one of his fucking movies. <laughs> yeah, right, but no, I, Michael I, Caine is yeah. not like... Christopher, I have a suggestion. Right, right, right. Let me sit down with a brandy and a cigar. It's one of your best Michael Caine. I'm, I'm kind of settling That's into it. That's a good it. one. That was Thank a good you. one. And let me say, my name's Michael Caine. Yeah, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Whereas, like, I feel like sometimes maybe Simon Pegg directs that right. Still one of, the, one of the best videos I've ever seen on the internet is Michael Caine doing the Michael Caine impersonation. Yeah, yeah. Also, I will, I, I, I won't, I know we haven't really spoken about this, but I think because they're so comparable, we're overlooking it. Like, Christopher Nolan work and his work with Han, uh, Hans Zimmer mm-hmm. is so fantastic, yeah. but I also think that Edgar Wright's use of soundtracks in his movies 
contemporary music Con- is yeah. yeah is just as perfect as the music is in Christopher Nolan movies. That's why I didn't bring it up until like because right now because it's like they're both yeah. so well done with music. Hans Zimmer. Yeah. But I would also say Hans Zimmer created everything without even Christopher Nolan knowing. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, what he just, hand did he have? He just he well, just really rubbed that piece of, of metal. Wright's, I don't think any of the music in Edgar Wright's movies were made with Edgar Wright knowing. No, but Edgar Wright wrote the scenes around the music. Yeah. That's not what ha- like uh Christopher Nolan did not direct scenes with the music. That's why I would also give that to Edgar Wright. Oh, like that's the use of music. So who would make the music? What what would happen first? Would Christopher Nolan shoot the scene first or Hans Zimmer would make the music first? I think they do. I'm pretty sure with movies they do the scenes first, and then, and then the music the is when they the score is put over that after it's already done. And I don't. I think that. Now I'm not 100 percent sure here. I don't know whose job it is to sign off on the music. I don't know if that's the editor's job, yeah. or no. if that's the director's job, or maybe they work tandem together. I I really don't know. It's the the music department. Yeah. Oh. Well, <laughs> so yeah, they so, work with the director mostly, but like it's product. Yeah, it's music. Yeah, I they don't have certain. They have a music director. They have a style, so they try to go over certain things. Yeah, with yeah. I, I, I think it's harder to piece together scenes with a soundtrack. You didn't like the "Wake Me Up Before You Go Go" in in Interstellar. That was pretty good. <laughs> you know when George Michael plays "Wake Me Up" and it's Matthew McConaughey's running over all those dead rabbits. I think it worked out well. Am I watching the same movies you are? No, you're not. <laughs> this explains so much. Yeah, maybe that's why I didn't like Interstellar. Um, oh, I watched Intersection. <laughs> I think, I don't, I, I can't, again, I, I don't know the, in the details as much as I would like to to really argue this point, but I really, really doubt that Christopher Nolan shot his movie and was like, Han, make it good. And like, I, I don't want to see it Punch until... Punch it, Chewy. I don't want to, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do you think like, that's what Hans Zimmer says to Christopher Nolan? What punch it chewy? Punch it chewy equals him chewy. <laughs> I think I so I think that uh, I th- I think that musical choices in the movie would still need approval from the director. Mm. Yeah. Do you think? But I think yeah. All right. Let all right. Well, it's different. It's like a Marvel. It's like you know Captain America is not gonna have a fucking banging soundtrack, but Ant Man could have a banging soundtrack or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so but, but but yeah, so here I, we are. Right. Here we are. Mm-hmm. About an hour and a half into this. God damn it. I guess I thought it would be easy. It's like I just want to go home. I still have to eat dinner. And I'm not going to go to study today or tomorrow. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. So, final. Here we are. Mikey, who are you voting for? Thank you, right. Matt, who are you voting for? Nolan. This is a fucking game. I have the final vote on the thing that I created. Yeah. If you play the numbers right, I'm picking Edgar Wright because those movies are okay. really fucking good. Yeah, Edgar and, Wright is uh, really and also I was going to say, Edgar Wright won against fucking Martin Scorsese one year. <laughs> Edgar Wright's gone up against a fucking heavy hitter. He is, yeah. he is tested. He he. No, deserves... I'm happy he won. I'm happy he won. I yeah. just kind of wanted to see what Brian voted for. But I I think as much as I I I I have a very fine line for Christopher Nolan, like right down the middle. Like I think 
Inception is the last movie I actually really liked of his. And then after that was what? Dark Knight Rises, Interstellar. Dark, Interstellar, and... Dunkirk, and Tenet. I haven't seen Dunkirk and Tenet yet, but if they're anything like the other three, you know, I don't know. I think Tenet, Tenet is... You're going to have to like... Yeah. Yeah. But, but at the same time, Mikey's favorite one is Interstellar. Right. So. But I feel that... I don't Edgar... think anyone's favorite Edgar Wright movie is Scott Pilgrim. No, uh, no. Scott Pilgrim is a pretty... So no, Scott, Scott Pilgrim, there's a good following for Scott Pilgrim. I know, it's a good movie. I don't think it's anyone's favorite. I think, I it's, think and you I think might be underestimating... Scott Pilgrim? Yeah. I don't think so. I think it's pretty average. Uh, mm. But, yeah. like I've said... I, when... I think it was received as average. I think it's a lot better than average. No, I think I think Chris Evans has a great role in it. <clears throat> the five minutes he's in it. Correct. Yeah. But I do have I to say I this. I think so. Hot Fuzz is maybe one of my top five favorite movies of all time. Yeah. And which is the... Christopher Nolan, like, where does he rank his first... Your favorite movie of Christopher Nolan? Where favorite movie Dark of Knight? Christopher Nolan, it's Dark Knight, Prestige. Where does Dark Knight fall in your top... Top, like, whatever. Top ten? I think it would be nine or ten. Okay, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I have a very complex and weird top ten. Have you done a top I ten on Letterboxd? Will you try to do that? So I, have I would no, love to see. No confidence. So <laughs> no, I came into this tournament wanting Edgar Wright to win from the jump. You know, this is a big day for England. Big day for England. Over time, I think I just kind of like over the course of the tournament, mm -hmm. I think I just grew to appreciate Christopher Nolan more. I think and it was that that I think you that fucking that hit I, job you did on Alex Garland with the Russo <laughs> yeah, brothers. That's what you fucking get, man. Annihilation. Do you? I mean, I at the end of the day. Can you say they stuck the landing? I don't know. I don't annihilation? So. Yeah. Like, Absolutely they did. Did, nah, did they get annihilated? That's the thing. You yes. don't even know. Ooh, but that's, that's good, not though. true. You do know. But in inter, inter, uh, in Inception... Really? she blows up the alien and she comes back as the alien. But in Inception, is he awake? Inception? Is, is he dreaming or is he is a real boy? I will say that he's awake. In Tenet, is he a landlord or is he a tenant? You know? What's the deal? He well, it's Tenet, not Tenant. So. Right, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> no. You but should you should I think watch. I think the twist of prestige is more skillfully crafted than the first time. Well, that's what a twist is. No, but I mean like you could still get more all right. When you see the prestige and you get the thing and you're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Right. But when you watch like the twist of hot fuzz, you're like Oh, there's so many other things going on. I guess. Have I you can... seen, you've seen the Prestige, right? No. Oh, fuck this! I can't even. I say I, it. I watched it, but but I never when got that, that thing far. happened to that it. guy because of the other guy, I and that other can... guy was there, things happened. I think you can watch. The, I think that adds value actually for Prestige. I think you can watch the entire movie, and I'll think like, oh, is he this or is he that right now? Right. But you is know? the guy that does the thing? happening in the place right right and that's i think that adds a lot of value to the rewatch and then the other guys there too with the stuff what is makes the so again somebody is it like if i watch the prestige is it going to be like fight club where i wish i could watch the movie for the first time i don't know every time every, every time yeah pretty much probably because you'd be like wow yeah that's the prestige yeah like, and that's when at the end when they all do the, the lineup for the free stream like that's the prestige. <laughs> You're like, wow, that really fits. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't throw me out of the illusion at all. Yeah. Illusion. I, don't know. I, I, 
It's it's a very very it was a very like difficult decision, but I like the way that I came that I came to my yeah answer. yeah. I think in, I think if you I think what I like most about Edgar Wright's like say Baby Driver is how he like used has how he manipulated the elements of film to work with his music, mm-hmm. and I think there are three like uh, Nolan movies where he manipulated elements of filmmaking to to tell his story, and I think that's. So creative and and inspired and I think it's and that's and that's a hundred percent the reason why I loved Interstellar so much. But so Interstellar is not the movie. Shaun of the all. Dead gave us <laughs> fucking that Queen song that's everywhere still. Nope. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't said, stop me now. I almost it's said still, don't stop believing, and I was like, oh that's boy. Not I almost said Rocket Man, but then mm-hmm. I was like, no, your blood sugar's low. I do love Rocket. Man. But you know what that means, man. That's the means shoot. you guys gotta watch. That's the shoot. Guys, I'll be I'll be harping on this point for several episodes in the future, so don't 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 fret if no, you want to ignore this point. Because you have no time for that shit. When we come back, mm. it's gonna be maybe. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we got all of, we got all of our good directors out of the way. Now we're taking a deep dive. Is it gonna be bad for us? Maybe. It's Is it gonna be fun? Maybe. maybe. Wait, what's the director you guys are gonna do the movie in? We're gonna be talking about fucking. Warren Herzog. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I think it'll be, I think Michael Bay is somebody that you, you, there's some movies that you can legit enjoy and there's others you can study. Maybe. And learn from. Maybe. Maybe. Two yeah. of his movies are in the Criterion Collection. I can't say that about Edgar Wright. No, that's right. So. And uh, in the meantime, you maybe will catch us uh, doing Michael Bay movies in May, but you will definitely catch us on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. Podcast at gmail.com. People, where, where can they find Mikey? People, where can you find Mikey? Mikey, Watching where can the people find Wherever you? Interstellar Watching, play. Wherever Interstellar poking, is playing, I will be there. Poking a hole through a piece of paper talking about worlds. <laughs> <laughs> You'll catch him watching a movie from the director he voted against. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at dquats and mdquat on Instagram. Yep. Other than that, uh, you won't be able to find me anywhere. Just having a great Cubano sandwich in the back of a truck. Oh, I could go for a nice Cuban. Oh, Cubano sandwiches. And so, once again, congratulations to all the participants. I know you guys were all very happy to be a part of this. And Edgar Wright finally wins yeah. after four times of trying. He finally gets the, the championship and he will never be able to defend it because he's going into our Hall of Fame. Correct. Christopher Nolan finally made it to the final, the final, the finals. Mm-hmm. He, he he blasted past his competition. He may have had the easiest road to get there. I think. Well, he had to get through Spike Lee. He did have to get through Spike Lee. Yeah. But he also had to get through Robert Eggers, who clearly yeah. But we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Guys, I just gotta say.